Welcome back to another episode of the Kitmen Podcast. My name is Rohan. As always, I'm joined by Dillette and Owen. How are you guys? Great. Fantastic, man. Doing good, man. That's awesome. How are you? Awesome. I'm good. I'm good. I um I got back from Barcelona last weekend, so I figured we should do a Barcelona episode for for um because I like Barcelona a lot. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of miss it. But yeah, we're joined today by Wallace Talks Ball, uh, or Wallace Knows Ball. No, Wallace Talks Ball. Yeah, talks ball. It's talks ball. Dude, I, yeah, you I could get say confused. I know ball, but I talk ball. Yeah, I get confused because it's it's yeah. like our um TikTok name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got in Rohan Knows Ball, innit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As always, his stuff is linked in the description of the episode, so be sure go check him out. He puts out some great content, not just Barcelona. He also talks about the Premier League, so be sure to check it out. Leave us five stars if you enjoy the episode. It really helps us out. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. How are you? Thanks. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, I'm all right. Really appreciate you guys inviting me. Yeah, no, we're so glad to have you. Uh, it's going to be a very exciting episode. We're going to be talking about Barcelona kind of like how they've kind of basically turned the club around in the last couple of years, which has been nothing short of impressive. So let's get straight into it. Um, so I guess starting with recency and going backwards in time, how do you feel about the international break? Like, what do you mean in terms of international break? Like in, just... in terms of Barcelona, because Barcelona picked up quite a few injuries. Oh, okay. I you had to remind me, didn't it? I don't know what it was. Everything was going <laughs> fine. As soon as we go international break, Kunde gets injured. Okay, I'm all right. I'll say, okay. Next thing I see, Araujo's injured. Dembele's got discomfort. Memphis, Frinky, it just doesn't stop. I was actually wondering if we're actually going to have an 11 to play. Because what Xavi had done, he had uh, specific plans for each player because every player is different. Everybody's different. That's why we weren't picking up any injuries. Next thing you see, international break. I'm seeing all this news. Every player's getting injured. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. I could, we fair. couldn't do it. That's fair. Well, you guys were able to turn it around. And now you guys sit above the Champions League winners. And if you kind of look at your situation last year, where you're in like the bottom of the table, it's a complete 180. Completely changed. I think that's mainly due to the manager. But I wouldn't entirely blame it on Kumin. But especially what we did throughout the summer, the players that Xavi wanted to bring in, we got. And those players have been carrying us. Like Lewandowski, Dembele, he's been staying fit. Also, Ansifai, he's managed to stay fit. Players like Kunde, he's come into the team, improved our defence. Christensen, free agent, nobody talks about him a lot. He's had good appearances. There's been a lot. It's been a whole team's performance. Everyone's performing. Yeah, no, it, it really has been. And Xavi gets, honestly, a lot of credit for such rapid, you know, influence and change. And you look at a club like Manchester United and you only hope like they can try to emulate that. But yeah, going back to Xavi, how do you feel, you know, that change in culture and performance? Like we have Xavi's 10 commandments when he first came in. How important do you feel that was when, you know, trying to right the ship? He had to stamp his authority from the beginning. Yeah, he had his friends like Jordi Alba, Busquets, Piki. They've been like his longtime friends. But he had to show them that He's not the, the friend anymore. He's not a player anymore. He's the manager. He has to take care of everything. And that's what he did from the beginning. And that's why you see the players having trust in him. The work he's doing, the players are taking it. Like under yeah. uh, Valverde, players were too comfortable. Uh, Ernesto Valverde, players were too comfortable in training. They knew their starting spot. 
he was there for no nobody in the subs wasn't going to come in and take that position. The starting eleven was always fixed. They didn't need to perform to be in the team. But with Xavi, one bad match, like uh, what City are doing right now. If you have one bad match, there's someone in the substitute to take your place. Yeah. That's what Xavi's trying yeah. to do. Dude, and I think it's good, also... And it's been healthy, yeah. So, bro, like, the biggest thing is, like, the... Just, like, the mentality around the club. And it, I feel like that's, like, one of the hard, hardest things for managers to bring in whenever they come to a new club. Like, Ten Hag, even though, you know, you know he's like they're playing a little bit better and sometimes like it still seems like you know the players still have the same mindset no one's really like that like the ideology and the feeling around the club hasn't changed whereas like even before this season started last summer you know Barcelona felt different and you guys weren't getting the results yet I think there was still like that different feeling around the club I remember we had uh we, we had Leah Leah on I think like before last summer and she was saying and I was like you guys weren't even really performing it but she was saying like it already feels way better to be like a Barca fan again yeah 100 percent. because what was what it was we didn't have the best of players let's be honest Aubameyang he's he's past his best like but he's still performing Ferran Torres he wasn't at his best even though he's still a good player he wasn't at his best last season but players like those Xavi changed into their best like if he got the players that he wanted like he got this summer like Lewandowski and those players look how you, there were going to be the results that were going to come in because the performances were there. It was just the personnel wasn't quite right for him. But this summer, he did get in the plays that he wanted to and now the results are coming with it. Yeah, no, completely. And I guess we can start to draw comparisons between Manchester United and, and Barcelona because realistically, you guys only had really one down year and that was just the year Messi left. And yeah. In in terms of like proper proper bad years, it was just one year, but like I'd say, um, twenty nineteen twenty, the when we had the eight yeah. two by Munich, that one was a bad year. So I think we went trophyless in that year, like yeah. Barcelona going trophyless. That's not something like we 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 <laughs> do or we expected to do. Like that's a failure of a season. And even Messi came out at the end of the season in the last match against Osuna. He said. I don't. We risk. We're losing the league. We're scraping wins against Osasuna. If we go into the match against Napoli in the Champions League, we're going to lose this. We're not going. To, we we shouldn't even think about the Champions League. And we're just year upon year, Barcelona were just going downhill. And then like we just hit the bottom of it when in that uh, thing last season when Bartomeu left, we hit the bottom of it. Yeah, that was that was a that was a low. Yeah, yeah. like prop. We hit the lowest, and now we just, we're on our way back up slowly but surely. Honestly, what what surprised me the most is the amount of pull that Barcelona had in one transfer window. Yeah, one, yeah. yeah. Mainly, I think that was to, uh, due to Xavi. He was always on the phone calls explaining his projects. Even Koundé came out and said, I had a phone call with Tuchel and I had a phone call with Xavi. But Xavi's project it attracted me more. It made I wanted to go to Barcelona because of the project. Like, because you have one of the best players in the world, like the best midfielders of all time in Xavi. You're, he's calling you personally and telling you, "I want you at my club." Who's gonna say no to that? I'd say yes. And dude, I think that's that's just the pull of the Spanish giants, bro. Like, yeah, I remember even before we were talking, you were saying like you're saying like even in Afghanistan, it was Barca or Real Madrid. Yeah, Barcelona that's like or Real Madrid. Literally every corner of the world, no matter what country you're yeah. in, like is Barca or Real Madrid. So like those two clubs are always like, no matter how bad either of y'all are performing, like, dude, that pull is always gonna be there. Exactly. 
always it, it's crazy i mean and they've pieced it together is is also one impressive thing i mean you look at united who spent one point was it three billion um yeah, yeah. since pep took over and they still, still still have not yeah. pieced it together that's just that, that was like what botched me was doing at the club so they're just buying players because of their name they're not looking why should we bring them in does the manager want him it's all this stuff you have to take into account yeah, exactly. But with with that amount of spending this window, Barcelona, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna bring it up financial fi- a little bit of financial uh trouble. So oh yeah, we got to yeah we we still people think everything's done. We sold our stuff. We're back to the old Boston. It's still a long way to go. We have to fix our salary bill. That's that's one of the bit. I think it's the most like we give out the most wages in the whole world. Wow. And there's like clear teams like Man City, yeah. PSG, Chelsea. Like with all, they got all your money. Like they got they're the richest clubs in the world, but they're smart with the wages they give in. But Barcelona, with Botmi, of course, splashing up money left, right, center. Yeah. Dude, y'all's wage bill is like especially crazy because, like, if we're being real, like the squad's not that great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it was, especially last season. The uh, players are. PK, Busquets, Jordi Alba, they're way past the best. Even though they do perform yeah. sometimes here and there. Like Busquets, I'd say he's still pivotal for Barcelona. But still, in terms of his wages, he's getting paid like, they're like top 10 in the world. It's not yeah. sustainable like that. Even if you were to win Champions League, La Liga, Copa del Rey, all that income coming in, still not going to be enough. We're paying up some high wages. Yeah, and I mean, you know, going back to Jules Kunde, I just want to bring it up for, for Owen's displeasure. He he made the right choice because oh, Chelsea, he's a Chelsea fan. Yeah, yeah. Shambles. They're shambolic. And I mean, I definitely the right choice there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of players that were linked to Chelsea, almost going to Chelsea, and then in come Barca. Seven of them. I don't know. There were too many to count. Yeah, too many. And the point you were talking about, uh, why the what were you saying? Barcelona, they were so attractive to players. Yeah, it's because of the people. Even Lewandowski came out saying. We want to bring Barcelona back to the top. Mm-hmm. That's why the players, they'll be reminded as the players, they put Barcelona back to the top. We Absolutely. came in this summer and we won La Liga. We won the Champions, whatever they win. They'll be written yeah. in the history. Oh, yeah. I think, I think what you were saying, um, I think what you were saying about like the appeal of the project, I think is definitely a huge thing. You know, it's like you want to go to a club where you can be known for something like yeah, exactly. if you go to a club like say you go to Man City, Man City was already great. You're not gonna really unless you just stand out like Erling Holland. You're not gonna yeah, yeah. like it's not gonna make a difference. But if you're coming to a club like Barcelona that's basically at rock bottom, yeah, and you're the one yeah. you bring it back to its glory, that's something else. It will be written in the history books. So what else do you see? You know, coming for the rest of the season, you guys. Didn't play badly. I think you guys deserved at least a draw against Bayern, to be honest. You play Inter Milan yeah. tomorrow. It's going, I, I would I would argue, pretty well in a very tough group. Um, in, in the Champions League, you guys are first in La Liga right now, above the winners of last year's Champions League. I mean, what what's realistically? Before you go into that, I want to say, like, on their first in La Liga, 19 yeah. goals for, one goal against. That's six clean sheets in seven games. That's true. That is crazy. That is crazy. Everybody's performing on the field from offense to defense. Like, it's a whole team effort. Everybody's getting it done out there. Yeah, so the question you said, what I expect from Barcelona, right, this season, 
Yeah. Minimum, I'd say La Liga. I'd say if we win La Liga, it'll be a good uh, thing. Start for the thing project. I think next season we can expect try and expect to win the Champions League. But this season, I think semi-finals, depending on the draw, because you know, like if you got a lucky um draw yeah. like Liverpool last year, they got Benfica or um into Milan. If you get a draw like that, because with the Champions League, you never know which teams you're gonna verse, how far you can go. But I'd say a fair is like around semi-final. If you get semi-final, I think that would be great for us. And I think we, we have to try and win La Liga. Because Real Madrid squad death, I say it's not that great. Benzema, he gets injured. They don't have a striker. They're going to have to play Mariano Diaz or Eden Hazard. Fair. I mean, the, the, the Hazard's past his prime. Mariano Diaz, he's just not a striker. He should not be a professional footballer. <laughs> uh, like, we should try win La Liga. We have better squad depth. And then next season, we should try and focus more on the Champions League. Because our players, you have to still think about our play. Most of our players are still young. Yeah. Araujo, Pedri, Gavi, all these players, they haven't won a big title. So starting off with La Liga and then maybe going on to the Champions League, probably better for us. Do you, do you think there's, you know, one or like a small group of players that just make Barcelona tick every game? Or is it more like you said, you know, with the squad depth where it's... It's just there's anyone ready to come and take your spot and they can all do it. Uh, I think everybody can do it, but there are some standout players. I'd say like Pedri, since he's come in, I've never seen somebody at his age be so composed, like coming into one of the biggest teams in the world, taking a starting spot and just keeping it. There was There's no point in his whole Barcelona career where he says, oh, he needs to be benched. He's not being played properly. Only time that was when he was getting overplayed. That was it. Like Lewandowski, since he's coming, he he's just scoring goals for fun. Yeah. Like he, yeah. Dembele, when he stayed fit, I don't think anybody, there's nobody in the world that can do what he does on a pitch like he does. Two-footed, can beat his man easily. Araujo, he's a good centre-back for us. Fast. I'd say he's not that great on the ball, but he can improve on that. I was just going to say, I feel like, and this kind of goes in with the depth that you were saying that you guys have over, I guess, the other title contenders in the Liga. If Lewandowski gets injured, I feel like to some extent you guys are kind of like, yeah we're, we're, we yeah we're we're kind of screwed as well. But we have Memphis, but he's injured of course right now. But then we have maybe players that can play in the and even if he wasn't, like, but those are big shoes to fill. Too. Yeah, those are one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if if y'all if Lewandowski yeah. gets injured, that might be season not season done, but. Uh, we, we, we probably still will fight Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Yeah. But Lewandowski is probably a main player in our team. The main, he, he's probably oh, why yeah. we, we're still at the top of the league right now because of him. Like against Mallorca, our team, we weren't that good. And it was Saturday. We weren't that good as a team because of the international break. It's always happened with Barcelona. I don't know mm. what it is. We have this international break because our players, when they come back, they forget how to play with each other. Just one, one brilliant uh, play from Lewandowski and we win 1-0. Yeah, that's true. What what I was gonna say is we've seen some players kind of come back under under Xavi. Like Lisbon Dembele, people people were ready, you know, to chalk him off as somewhat of a flop. Ferran Torres wasn't really performing to levels people expected. A, a lot of players weren't. Yeah, like to st- main person to Stegen, I to Stegen. Sh- Xavi since he came, the first person he said, "I'm never taking uh Stegen. He's the main goalkeeper. I want him. I don't care about no other keeper." And now. Since the start of the season, uh, as Owen said, we've only conceded one goal so far in the league this season. And that's mainly because of him. He's had a lot of shots. 
coming at him when you say in the previous seasons to Stegen, he would concede that. But he reminds me of the 2018 2019 to Stegen, like Spider Man reflexes. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I was a big, uh, big fan of him. I've always been a big fan of him, and I've created that he's back to his best. Yeah, that that's true. I mean, he he is one of the bigger ones that did have to kind of make a resurgence um in the team. How what areas do you think Barcelona could improve in? I mean, no club is is perfect. City have holes. Uh every, every big, yeah. you know, team yeah, yeah. have has holes. Um what do you think it is for Barcelona and how can you try and I guess patch the holes? I'd say our fullback position, left fullback. back and right back. Yeah. I'd say Mok, uh, Alejandro Bordi, he's 18 years old, but still he's had a brilliant start to the season. We just need uh, someone that can thing with him, like stay on the bench or take that position from him. And the right back position is our probably our weakest position on the pitch. We have Sergio Roberto and Hector Bellerin. You can't win, like you'd say, like next season, we have to improve that. If you want to win, <laughs> think about the Champions League. Like, I don't know who we can get, but we have to try and get somebody to get be in that right back position. Even even the past Barca teams that like and it's also something I've noticed with the current team. The technical like the level of technical security, like as far as the full eleven goes, is not what I guess Abby would probably be looking for right now. And a team yeah. that's gonna be holding, you know, seventy percent possession. And like you look at like the previous Barcelona teams, like the fullbacks, your fullbacks were like some of your strongest in possession, you know, yeah, whenever you had Jordi yeah, Alba exactly. in his prime. Yeah. Daniel was they were probably like sometimes they were mainly our attackers. We never used to yeah. make them defend, but now we have like Sergio Roberto, like Marcus Alonso. They're not gonna help anything in that attack, let's be honest. Another Chelsea yeah. player, by the way, Owen. Who left? Yeah. I don't think I don't think Owen's losing sleep on that. Yeah, bro. He's not gonna be that sad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I always do say though, whoever stuck Marcus Alonso, whatever coach stuck him at left back robbed us maybe of one of the greatest strikers of all time because boy can strike a ball. Where, where else where else do you think i guess barca could improve uh you like you said before we probably need a backup to Lewandowski. i think memphis i don't think he's an out and out number nine i think he's more of nah. a second striker or he can play as a left winger i right. think we don't have that backup striker somebody i think that's mm. why i would rather have kept obamia than uh memphis obamia is that number nine yeah like you saw it in the at the end of the last season, since January, he's he equaled Memphis's goal record. That's why I'd say, but <laughs> backup striker Sergio Busquets because he's Sergio, oh yeah, I mean yeah, you yeah, guys for so much longer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we can't we can't be forcing. And he said he probably is going to leave to LA Galaxy uh, next summer, so we do need to bring uh, in someone for that CDM position. And I don't know who and it was. I think it's LAFC. My bad. It's not LA Galaxy. LAFC. I'm not. I'm, the one that oh, yeah, yeah. Phil Neville manages, not LA Galaxy. Uh, we need to bring in someone for that CDM position. Frankie Diong, I don't think he can play as a single pivot every match. I don't think he is that. We have Nico Gonzalez on loan to Valencia. I think he can play that position. But can he do it at the top level? I'm not so sure. We have, we're interested in Ruben Neves, but you know, Premier League teams, they never let go of their players for a cheap price. We only need yeah. to spend 60, 70 mil. Martin mm-hmm. Zubimendi, he's from Real Sociedad. You're gonna to have to spend sixty more for him, so I don't know how we're gonna to try to fix that position, but we are gonna to have to. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I always say someone's gotta buy Ruben Neves. That guy is good. Yeah, yeah. I, I want him at Barcelona, but the Wolves aren't gonna let him go for a cheap price. 
Yeah, no, they were. I feel like he'd want to leave, though, you know. Yeah, he'd want to leave. And I think his contract's buying 2024. Oh, perfect. So maybe, we, yeah. So maybe we can get him for maybe yeah. cheaper than usual. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, we could throw some throw some names out. See see who who should Barca, who Barca should pick up. What you think about it, Wallace? Because I, I, I think Rodri would be, like, perfect fit. Ro- Rodri, that's the play I've been. Yeah. I saw, uh, yeah. I think he signed a contract extension, like, two years ago, one year ago. He did. When I saw that happen, I was so sad. I was like, he's the perfect person to replace Busquets. He's literally a carbon copy of him. But when I saw him sign yeah. his contract extension, and City, uh, Pep Guardiola said that if a player does want to leave, he won't mind. But I don't think City will, will like, they were going to ask for nearly 100 mil plus for him. He makes that team tick. Yeah, exactly. He's he's basically a Busquets 2.0. Yeah. He literally is. Yeah. And I and don't he, think, yeah. And he can hit him. He can hit him as well. For the right back position, I even made a video about it. Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. I know he's not that great defensively and there's been a lot of hate on him. But I think maybe with Xavi, with this proper system, because Liverpool as a whole team, the start of the season, they've been horrendous. Everybody's playing everywhere. They don't know what they're doing. I think Trent Alexander-Arnold is played in a proper system, maybe in that right-back position for Barcelona. I think he'll do great there. Oh, yeah. Bro, that's another one I was thinking of. That's yeah. that's like some proper Barca DNA right there. Yeah. Just but get your fullbacks people, that yeah. pushed up. Yeah. No, Especially he'd be, he'd be perfect Dusty. for you guys. Yeah, but a lot of people hate on him because he, he can't defend. But I don't think you can be a Champions League in the Premier League when all of this stuff and you can't defend as a defender. Oh yeah, yeah. Argu- arguably, one of one of the best right backs in the world. Maybe not yeah. at this very moment. But... Yeah, not at this very moment. Yeah, of course. Yeah, on his day. How do you feel? You know <laughs> about kind of the overload at the wingers' position, or I guess wide players' position. Do you feel you guys have too many, or it's just right, or it's okay to cut some? You know, for the salary. I think. Uh... Especially in this year, it's perfect because it's the World Cup year. You just see so many injuries happening. Maybe Dembele got injured. We'd ha- if we didn't get Rafinha, who would we have? Ferran Torres, and Fati, who he he's injury prone as well, and that's it. Fair. But for this World Cup year, I think it's perfect. Exactly what we need. And for next year's, I think if we want to compete on all, like all titles, we have to keep these amount of players, like two in each position. So you have Rafinha, Dembele on the right. Ferran and Fatty on the left, and Lewandowski and thing in the middle of Memphis. Yeah, that's fair, and that's something we keep seeing from Pep's students. I guess is the insane yeah. amount of depth that yeah, that, that players bring. Or that the... I think one person from that wing list. I don't think if he performs this season, Ferran Torres. I think we have to let go of him because we I'll have somebody on. Yeah, we have somebody on loan <laughs> at Osasuna, Ezi Abdi. He even played against Real Madrid. I see. He, he, I like. I like him the way he plays. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm personally. I'm a fan of Ferran Torres. I get the stick around him, but yeah, I think. Same. I think he's just like a little bit of of like one year of solid development from being a solid winger. Yeah, no, I I think he's great. But the reason I'd say he has to get moved on, the Barcelona fans, they're all over him. They are like I still have faith in him, but there's a lot of people. Even when I make a video about like just a Boston a match review, people in the comments, Ferran Torres, why isn't he injured? Like I made a video about the injuries, 
Ferran Torres, hopefully he gets injured. Like Barcelona fans, you'll never let go of their agenda. <laughs> Praying on the downfall. Yeah, of your own players. I know it's crazy, but that's what a majority of Barcelona fans are like. Barcelona fans are Yeah, and if there's one player I want to do good this season, like it's Ferran Torres. Fair. But since Fair. he started, since he's came in, like I've wanted him to like perform. And you can't be starting. And I think it's all just confidence on his uh, side. He's not confident enough. <clears throat> Since that first leg against Napoli, where he missed a lot of chances in that match. After that match, his career at Barcelona just kept on going down. And you're seeing it with Spain. He's not performing there. So he's moving on to Spain. It's just a confidence thing. Yeah. The, no, the, I the get Barca that. fans are ruthless. Yeah, they're the Bar- ruthless. The Barca fans are ruthless, man. The Wait, only thing that Barcelona do... hands... Yeah, all you got to do is just, like, forget about that and just focus on himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. The only thing that Barcelona fans hate more than Real Madrid is whenever the Barcelona players are out of form. Yeah. Those yeah. are the only players they hate more. <laughs> you yeah. see on the Instagram posts that if one player does bad, get this guy out of my club. Oh, my days, this guy. Yeah. Twitter <laughs> all over. It's crazy, man. They're tough. They're tough. I remember yeah, watching the... The pass the ball, take uh take the ball, pass the ball documentary. Take the ball, pass, yeah. Yeah, and there was a player who had a tough debut, and then immediately everyone was on him and bro played like four games and left. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> That's what I think with Ferran Torres. He needs to first just take care of himself, make his mind, change his mindset, do everything. Because we know there is a player in him. There was at Man City, at Spain, he showed it, Valencia showed it. But at Barcelona, I don't know what's not happening, but he just needs to focus on his mindset, change it, and just perform on the pitch. <clears throat> and I do think he can change it around. And I hope he does. Fair. Fair. Well, that's all the time we have today. So, Wallace, thank you so much for joining us. Um, uh, as always, his stuff is linked in the description of the episode, so be sure go check him out. He puts out some great content, not just Barcelona. He also talks about the Premier League. Um, so be sure to check it out. And as always uh leave us five stars if you enjoy the episode it really helps us out and we appreciate it so wallace yeah thank you once again for joining us man thank you thank you for the invite really appreciate it oh my god i don't know how to end it. <clears throat>